Walk one, Mr. Maps. Yo, what's the story? Easy, easy, my guy. You're alive and kicking. Yeah, woman. <laughs> <laughs> so tired, you What's going on? I'm high off the Red Bull, fam. I'm four <laughs> sips in, and ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a bit low on energy five minutes ago. Bouncing off the walls. Hey, bruh, the stuff hit really hits the spot, hey. It's uh, that's why. I, yeah, it's powerful. So I can't do. Um, so I, I told you I quit caffeine now. Mm. I quit caffeine during articles. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't drink coffee anymore. Um, and then any form of caffeinated drinks like pre-workouts, I can't take pre-workouts. Mm. Um, and any energy drink, Gabo Monster, Play, Morphia, Score, mm. Red Bull, all of those things, it can't. I, I just struggle with it. Yeah, no, it's 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 not for everybody. I know someone who says they can hear their heart beating faster, and I'm like, okay, that's. That's a bit concerning. Uh, it shouldn't really, you know, you shouldn't hear your heart. Uh, it sounds more like an Ed Bull than, than Red Bull, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but it is. Have you ever taken pre-workout? Yes, I have. You didn't feel like your... Um, not necessarily. Like your... Nah, I once took this thing called... I think it's... it's I should have known from the name. The supplement brand name is called Barbarian. The name of the pre-workout was called Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, I took that that's, thing. That's, that's not a good an, combination. And then I took that thing one evening before gym. Mm. Literally, I struggled to fall asleep. Even the next day, my heart was still like beating weirdly. And then the guy was like, "No, maybe try like microdose." But even then, I'd still feel. Yeah, anxiety in my body. Nah, don't do that to yourselves, guys. Um, even for for uh, what's this thing called? For that mass, is that mass gainer? I think you took it when you're scrolling. Yes. Uh, what's it called? Yeah, the mass gainer. It's just called mass gainer. The USA no, mass it's gainer. Not. Is it? I thought it had, no. It's got some funny name. Or we, hyper, it's also an aggressive. Mass. At least one of the brands is like an aggressive. Uh, name for it where you just gain mass if you're small you take that and you get big are you sure it's not hyperbolic mass maybe I don't know yeah hyperbolic right I mean come on yeah it it says it in the name so that's a bit extra in my opinion hyperbolic is you know if something is hyperbolic in the English language it means you're basically <laughs> on the very far end uh, but anyway be, before we digress it's been a while uh hi guys we missed you too welcome back Man, it's been a while <laughs> it's another episode of six foot weights uh, obviously when you're listening to this now uh, or rather okay before we even let me get to that part your favorite hour with your favorite cheese boys my name is Tabo. my name is senna um so as i say yes as the people the people are listening to it now they would already know as you're listening it's listening to it now this week's podcast is going to be late our producer is still gallivanting in europe why i don't know but uh, the editing process will only begin on friday i'm told 
so ah, it is what it is. Uh, it is what it is. For any complainers, we would like you to know that uh, rather than complaining with your fingers, you can complain with dollars. You know that that is how <laughs> complaints are registered. You know that's so. If you have anything to say, I will call me dollar. It's that's it's very simple. It's very simple. There's no need to go deeper into this mm-hmm. sermon. If you get it, if you don't get it, forget about it. <laughs> that's, that's the best way to. To, 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 to put it uh, but otherwise if not then I it is what it is we're going to ebb and flow as as, as, as needed actually you are lucky because normally there's a summer break that you know Senna likes to take around these times we just we six weeks disappear as we've think, been we've been very graceful this year we've course. we've actually put in a good shift we've put we've in a put in shift. a good shift yeah um I think over the last three years, and Tabo, Tabo framed this as if it's my summer break. No. Tabo is this guy who stacked the most important events in his life in a space of six weeks. Right? <laughs> so he's got his own birthday. Then he's got his anniversary. Yeah, and he's got the birth of his son. This is all yeah. in the space of six weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. typically... Um, in the past, we would just scrap the podcast for those little periods. Um, not scrap, but we would take, would give ourselves a season break. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure what we're going to do this year, Mr. Maposa. I think you're right. Let's take the break, bro. You're right. It's true. <laughs> I may actually need it. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, you, you, you definitely will need it. So I think, uh, what, do we, do we have one more left in us? Ooh, you know, I'm traveling next week. Now we'll do it before. Unless we we'll record Tuesday. early next week. We'll okay, Tuesday. yeah. Okay, cool. Cool, yeah, cool, we'll cool, cool. So let's, yeah, so <laughs> breaking news. <laughs> season finale, <laughs> uh, mid season finale, guys, is next week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a break. It's just yeah. a break. Yeah, mid season, mid season, guys, mid season. Don't worry, we'll push until December. Uh, and then you know we'll reevaluate in December. But um, yeah, I think next next week will be we'll call it. Uh, we'll give ourselves a bit of time off. Lately, we want to get to know our families, guys. Please, um, you know, there's plenty of fantastic podcasts out there to entertain you guys. So y'all will be good. Um, I can promise you that much. But uh, yeah, yeah. So I think yeah, next week. So this week, cherish this one. Next week, cherish that one. Uh, and then in a few weeks we'll, we'll be back, we'll be rested um, and we'll, we'll definitely have some, some breaking news, I can, I can tell you that much um, yeah, there'll be some stories there'll be definitely some things for you to, to for you guys to know uh, so, you know, just hold on to that timber uh, for the moment uh, so let's not waste too much time Mr. Moyo, given that we have got you know, less than two episodes left Let's give the people what they came for. Uh, a lot of things happened. A lot of things happened, especially because we skipped last week. Uh, ton of things that I want us to get into. Uh, and one thing that we kind of think have in common. Uh, oh, there's some funny. Do you want to start with the the it thing, or do you want to start with something funny? Um, what's the it thing? 
the my the I'm a piano conversation. Uh, let's let's start with that and then let's we'll start with go. that. Okay. Yeah, let's start with that. Then so we'll so so that. I'll start with a bit of a prelude because I'm gonna forget it. So my point is was in the news for two different reasons, right? Uh, mm-hmm. We'll start with reason number one. The other the other reason was technically it wasn't him that it made the news, but he said something that I think was very important um, that I mm-hmm. want to bring up, right? And I want us to discuss. However, he he was in the news because uh, there we go. I I need to, he got arrested, right? Uh, because his yes. either it's his girlfriend or his wife um, reported a domestic violence incident. Girlfriend. Girlfriend. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So, so he 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 was he was arrested because he was accused of physically assaulting her in May this year. Uh, for those of you that are super fans of celebrities and follow their lives, apparently, DJ Maporisa had gifted a ooh, what's her name? Uh, Tuli. Tuli Pongolo. Uh, she he had he had, he had gifted. T- Truly, a Mercedes G wagon, as well as a Porsche. Doesn't say which type of Porsche, which is disappointing <laughs> to me because I'm curious. Uh, I love cars. So anyway, he had gifted these two vehicles, right? You're my girlfriend. I'm rich. Nanku, go and you know stunt on your babes. Now, it looks like the relationship is on very rocky ground, right? Given what has happened, understandably. Uh, it is now reported that DJ Maporisa has repossessed two luxury vehicles uh, that he had gifted his now ex-girlfriend uh, given his stint, brief stint a uh, uh, jail. So, according to the police, oh, okay, no, this is um, the actual report of what had happened and, you know, whatever. Um, so, people know the story. I won't go into those details. Uh, mm-hmm. And then he was granted bail of this looks like about just under three hundred thousand rand. Oh no, it says shillings. I don't know what three hundred thousand shillings is. Um, y'all can look that up. I think this is a Kenyan news news website. But anyway, <laughs> the point the point <laughs> the point here is <laughs> the point the simple point here is my man uh, got his girl the G wagon and the Porsche, and mm-hmm. he's now taking it back. Yeah, they became a conversation, Mister Moyo. Obviously, oh, of course. Yeah, like why do your niggas? You know, how do you gift? Basically, the conversation was about gifting. Half mm-hmm. the people saying, if you are gifting, then once you break up, you do not repossess your your gifts. Then the other half saying, no, my producer has every right, given the relationship is over, from what we can see. Uh, to take mm-hmm. back the vehicles as they are his to take back so what say you good sir um i mean i mean uh, i assume it wasn't it they weren't gift they were more like because the only way you can take them back in that instance is if it's actually still your property mm. um so i'm not sure if they were gifts or he had just lent them to her like oh me tata overdrive so let's put it let me put it thing. this way let me put it this way He's bought mm-hmm. the cars, but yes. they're in his name, mm-hmm. right? In terms of the legal paperwork, they're in his name, but he's gifted. Mm-hmm. Baby, look what I got for you. That's mm. let's put it in that context. And then now, oh, oh, baby, oh, Tom Copley, oh yes, nyabonga. <laughs> <laughs> no transfer paper, nothing. 
just no but also Senna, what you have to keep in mind is that right these mm-hmm. um especially in this celebrity life right yeah um, you're really it's really cash and carry at that highest level right celebrities mm-hmm. rich wealthy people are not buying these cars cash it's not yes. a, a, financially it's not smart to do that so would you want a gift as oh baby what corner would you want a gift as expensive as a G-Wagon in your name when you know baby is paying monthlies on those cars? Um, no, of course not. But I think the risk for her is, is, is obviously high because it's also South Africa. Mdeavuati doesn't want to pay the installment or you're inheriting that. I know, when what the relationship is over, uh, that, that G-Wagon, the next month... June, August, August installment. <laughs> yeah, it, it, guy, it, makes it, it makes it tricky, I guess. From yeah, there's a whole legal conversation which I would get into. Mm. But to answer your question, yeah, dude, if if it's yours, you're taking it back, um, and and then maybe selling it. I think a car is too big a gift to just say sharp cool, yeah, hambatat. With something smaller, then you can probably just send back and say, "Me, I'm sending this back to you, um, Vampala. I'm, I'm, I'm done with your ass. Here you go." Um, but but a car is different, right? A car you can use that money, take it elsewhere. If you're, especially if you're still paying it off, right? Mm. And you've got that debt in your name, you mm. might as well go back to the bank and say, "Actually, bank, can we cancel this agreement? I'll pay back the rest of whatever I owe. I'm gonna sell the car." Yeah. So it it just makes sense. I think it's a very straightforward thing. I don't know why people are upset about it. To be honest, um, there's a brand there's a brand of of tweets that we expose to nowadays where people almost want to shame men for being frugal and financially ruthless when it comes to their dealings with certain women. Mm. Is, is that what I'm getting? So, so being you, you know what I actually discovered? Yeah, you, uh-huh. you're right. That is why it's being criticized. But what I've discovered on the tweets like those, right, when it's discussing these type of dynamics, or mm-hmm. there's the bashing of men when, you know, there was a clip, um, I don't know if I bookmarked it or whatever, um, of, of uh, was it? Yeah, 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 I posted it in the group, right, where, where I said uh, Phil was right, but it was actually Dan. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, did you watch it? The, the podcast clip that the, the chick was talking about. Oh, uh, to me, bare minimum standard, what I expect, you know, like a cool, a cool date. Like, I think the, the podcast host was asking. I need what to be flown is, out. Yeah, so it's, it's <laughs> the podcast host was asking something along the lines of, like, what are your like top 10 dates type it. of thing, right? Like, what are the dates that have really kind of taken you back? And she's like, yeah, there's not really been many, but I'll tell you, like, average for me, like, a Dude flew me out to the Maldives. This is someone who's based in America, I believe. Mm-hmm. She's like, ah, no average, you know, flew me out to the Maldives, whatever. So obviously, a bunch of niggas in the comments like, bro, this girl is delusional. She's mad, right? That's not average. That's <laughs> you know, let's let's be real. And then what I noticed was there was a lot of you know the the, the sex workers that uh, <laughs> dear Dan, <laughs> Daniel Malaini, as, as he claims. <laughs> <laughs> what he had mentioned as referred to as those sex workers I found them and I had that real, that realization in the moment flipping through the comments like uh huh mm. and then you know what the, the other thing is 
which is another thing that we need to discuss on the pod Mr. Elon Musk but he's wild but like <laughs> what Elon Musk has done in terms of commodifying the verifications on Twitter yeah uh, has now and it, obviously you you get if you pay for verification you get the certain privileges which is your comments are always in the top half right yes. everybody else is up below and and, and yep. what I saw under that tweet was amazing because I'm seeing a bunch of verified women, right, that are in there. And then for each pro, and I was like, let me just like let me humor myself. Every verified Han who was defending that nonsense, the other Han in the video was spewing. Yeah, everyone that I clicked on had. Do you want to guess what they had in their bio? An OnlyFans account. There we go. <laughs> How did I know? Every one of them. I can send you the tweet right now and just go through the comments and just click on yeah. any female verified check. Only yeah. fans, only fans, only fans. Only. And I was like, my God, Dan was right. Like, I was shocked. I was like, ah. you know, like, you know, Mutu would be like, you know, he, uh, he was going for shock value on that episode. But no, he was absolutely right. Like, the problem is we're tweeting amongst, you know, and again, this is not to disparage sex work. If you're a sex worker, good for you, get the bag there's no issue i promise you me i've got no beef with you right but like at the, the problem is that they're skewing the narrative because the sex workers are the money to pay for verification and then obviously on average if you're on twitter you know how deep into the comment section you scroll on average right yeah maybe maybe you know three four pages deep right in terms of your screen page and then you move on to the next tweet so mm-hmm. if you're com- consistently being bombarded with a bunch of hands saying oh yeah eh, 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 this is correct really niggas should pay don't act broke blah 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 yeah it's like you, you your view might be skewed into oh man like is this really what it is out there which is yeah. why you know dave chappelle's like was it dave chappelle was it twitter's fake it doesn't exist i think it is it is dave chappelle that's Probably, what yeah. lends to that so so before we couldn't tell what was real or not it was harder to tell rather what's real or not because those profiles were never verified all those OnlyFans profiles could never be verified unless they were like the the big ones on OnlyFans, right the celeb level ones but now Mm -hmm. someone could be making all of you know five hundred dollars a month on OnlyFans. yes and her her, her tweets are getting the most likes Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. again taking you back to your point about you know the Maporza situation that's exactly what was happening that's who was criticizing it so 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 and and that that i, I have a problem with because it's not a speaking of specials i, I want to chat about the dave the the kevin hart one because something that he mentioned in there which was oh, profound. oh is it the one he was touring on oh i saw that live you saw it Sorry. live oh nice nice but <laughs> <laughs> just drop that in there for it don't no, you guys, it was people give me a hard time with these, these, these things hey, hey, hey. i'm like no but that genuinely that just you know that's i remembered it because i saw it live okay but okay is it the one way he talks about uh i'm trying to think what he talks about he talks about uh, bbl's um yes good it's an ant uh you, you move it around like a, the, the body of an ant or something like that right but that's the one? exactly that's the one okay that's the one. yeah but the, yeah, in so there to to latch onto your point about Twitter not being real, right? In there, he says he speaks about how he was brought into a Black Lives Matter protest because he sent out a tweet because um, <laughs> yeah. he conned himself. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> for a second, into thinking he was an actual activist, right? Because he sent out yeah. a tweet, right? And he said Black, yeah. Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, and then he just yeah. sends out a tweet 
justice, we want justice, blah, 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 sends it out. And then people reach out to him. And then now he shows up at the protest and he doesn't know what to do because now he's in the real world, right? Now we're <laughs> off up, social bro. media. <laughs> now we're off social media. And, and he speaks about how the moment it left Twitter mm. and he went to the actual streets, he did not know what to do. He realized he wasn't actually um, an he activist. Wasn't with the shits. <laughs> he wasn't with the shits, right? He, he realized that whatever he was spewing online is devoid of reality. The mm. reality is something else, right? Mm. Um, and, and, and it speaks to that, right? Which he, I do think to an extent a lot of these people spew these things online without a basic understanding of how things work in real life. In real life, a date is someone taking you to a decent restaurant or any place, dog, even if it's like to the park or for a coffee mm. even or for whatever. In. Yeah, even chicken and that's a date, right? To say, Uguti, an average date is someone taking you to the Maldives, I'm not disputing that, right? Uguti, there are people who have average dates where. Nah, no, but Senna, let's be honest. No, let's, I am let's, being. Let's, let's be honest. <laughs> I'm trying to give her the benefit of the doubt. To the Maldives from America would never be average. I don't care if it's Jeff Bezos. If Jeff Bezos went out and said, Oh, I'm talking to this Han, I took her to mm-hmm. the Maldives on a date. That's not average, fam. Like he, he's not gonna market yeah, it. Yeah, he's a billionaire. He's a billionaire. This is this this is what I do on a, on an average, you know, yeah. whatever. He's not taking a bunch of hunts to the Maldives. He's not. Yes. He's gonna yes. he's gonna take them to the best restaurant in LA, right? If like, assuming he's based in LA, right? Like yeah, they, yeah, absolutely. That's average for him. Would you know these top ten restaurants? Siawas Uti Ubezos Ubezela. Cool, but don't give me the bullshit of like, bro, Maldives is average to you. So then. What's the high level shit? Like what, are, what? Yeah, are you being taken to the moon? Like what? Really? Like, <laughs> did, did he buy you an island? Right? Yeah. Like what? What are we? What criminal are you dating? Like, come on! <laughs> no, 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 but but that's what I'm saying, Guti. It's devoid of real life, right? In real life, mm. someone's not gonna give you a G wagon in South Africa. No, no South African celebrity can afford to do away with the G wagon and just give it to you. Like Abeko, I, I can't think of one. Even Patrice Mosepe Mosepe would, would would ask for his money back. He'd be like, "Ah, uh-uh, chief, give me that." Or you mean give you a G wagon and not not blink? That's what. And not mean. and not blink and 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 then when you break up, they don't ask for it back. I'm now tying it mm. back to the the Mapurisa conversation. Mm. Oguti, at the end of it all, in real life, right? Not 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 on Twitter because I think on Twitter people are spewing their fairy tales. Yeah. And then trying to people make people are putting their, their hopes and dreams, <laughs> their hopes and <laughs> dreams, exactly. People are putting their hopes and dreams and then turning them into the standard, right? As if yeah. this is an expectation. Someone the other day was dragging coffee dates. Like, what do you mean we're going on a coffee date? Like, a coffee date is a date, bro. Like, some coffee places are really cute, like yeah. these little cafes that you find in I'm not sure if it's like that in Dubai, but Cape Town CBD has some really nice cafes that you can chill. And yeah, no, because, there's a bunch of cute places that you can go where it's like it's, you'll spend all of like I don't know fifty dirhams or something like that, right? Where it's yes. not going to kill you. Yes. So I'm um, I'm 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 with you hundred and ten percent on 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 that. Yeah, but like, that's what I'm you, saying. But social media right. can create um, an environment where we're we're living, and that's why sometimes it's important. Like, well, Dave Chappelle said, it's important to unplug, and like it takes some time away from the opinions and living online because that's going to switch you literally know without without leaving zimbabwe without leaving south africa without leaving the uk 
you will end up thinking Oguti, someone who takes you to a five-star restaurant isn't doing enough because a worker, I wouldn't say the word that Dan used, <laughs> is pushing being taken to ABC XYZ as the norm, which I don't think it is. I think the problems really start from the women in the UK. Guys in the UK, please tell us what's going on. Like the most complaints, I but also in the state. come from hands in the U- in, in the UK. Like I don't know how hands in the UK are moving, what the standards are, but like clearly there's a lot of discourse over there. No, states no, no, I think Kulum, the, the but, Americans are not okay. But like, where, where, how, how are they affording? Because remember we had Nat here um, a few months ago, and remember what she said about UK gents, black UK gents. Mm. Mm. She said you will not get a cent from a black UK gent. You won't get a cent. You won't get... Um, no, it's the Nigerians about Pambanisi. Okay. <laughs> That's the problem. The, the Nigerians don't play via FFP rules. And then they're out here, just out here buying a bunch of random shit for these hands. And then now but, they the standard. But, see, I had a friend who was Nigerian. Hehe. <laughs> mm. Um... It's important to, to, to also befriend some of these people to understand their hustle and how they go about these things. Do yeah. you know that half these guys borrow cars and lend each other apartments? <laughs> really? Yeah, bro. It's, it's, it's a thing. So it's, they're a community, right? Mm. They look after each other when they get to a new place. That's why you'll find Oguti there always within a certain neighborhood. In, in, in mm. Cape Town, it's Parklands. You'll mm. find a lot of them in Parklands. In Joburg... Maybe not so much Hillbro anymore, but there's a couple of suburbs where you'll know what you are. Well, here, this is where they live. This yeah, is it's a stronghold. Yeah, because it's a community, right? They have a strong sense of community. They look after each other. They plug each other, right? Yeah. But even at like a, what you might call it, a middle class level, there's mm. that looking after of each other, right? When a maps, you drive an SUV that's nice and you've got your own place, right? Yeah. I'm out of town for a while. Bro, help me out. Mm. Bambalapa, my guy, take my bins, take the girl out on a date, and you're done. Uh, mm-hmm. It it looks like I'm skewing the the market slightly, but I'm, I'm you know being you know resourceful. come to think of it, come to think of it, I do know quite a few hands who <laughs> the bubble burst. They realized they were actually dealing with the ice boy. Because what <laughs> what Nigerians, I'll give them credit. What a lot of Nigerians brothers were brothers do is they will get this other ice boy. Oh yes, the ice boy. We seem to have a negative connotation towards the ice boy, and it's like ah ha 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 ice boy, right? Um, you're not on our level. But what happens a lot of the time in Nigeria is that even if you're an ice boy, just like you said. The ice boy will have the gold chains on. The ice boy will also have J's. Like you give the ice boy the, the keys to your pens, right? You you've gone on a business trip, sent us in you know Mozambique, wherever. Hey, chief, here are my keys, right? Mm-hmm. Do what you need to do, right? Like yeah. I trust you. Like there's that, and then all of a sudden, the ice boy is not out here. He's bowling in the streets of Cape Town. Baddy season. The home, oh, red seats, bucket seats. Yeah, you know. We've Dress them up and AMG on the back, and, and, and they are not shy. They are not shy. And the <laughs> thing is, in a Zimbabwean, and especially you and Debele people, right? Especially you, you and Dave's owners, you guys have high integrity for no reason when it comes to counterfeit clothing. Uh, by counterfeit clothing, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, fake Those Gucci, guys. fake LV. Mm. 
and you guys you make fun of guys who rent bottles when it works I right? mean yeah you fake it till you make it right fake it till you make it bro <laughs> but to be fair that is the thing. like I, I know a lot of you go to Harare yeah it's a lot of Gucci a lot of Gucci are doing Harare I don't know if it's, a lot of it is real or not right? you know but like it's, it's, it's there there's a story that broke um, Gutwa Gucci is uh, experiencing losses in South Africa why people aren't buying their clothes but then it doesn't make sense because you know <laughs> I don't get it because <laughs> well, merchandise right? is still all over the place <laughs> merchandise is all over the place um, but in in any event, in any event, there was a what you might call it a ship which was um, I think impounded. I'm not sure if it was in mm. Durban mm. Uh, because it was carrying a whole host of like counterfeit goods destined for South Africa. We're talking Gucci, Louis, all of it. So what's wrong with that? What's, why is it impounded? Because it's carrying counterfeit goods. It's illegal. Oh, is it illegal? Yeah, no, it's illegal to import counterfeit stuff. Oh, it's very illegal. It's, it's no, but I mean, come on. Like, everybody makes, like, Mr. Price has those Balenciaga shoes, socks, and whatever, but they just don't put Balenciaga on it. Like, that's that's counterfeit. Yeah, no, and not also, not really. Okay, so you mean counter, like, literally to say, you know, Louis Vuitton, but it's not mm, really Louis Vuitton. Exactly, exactly. But, like, niggas sell that shit on the streets all the time. Like, mm-hmm. cops don't care. Even no. in America, on in, on Times Square, there was a bunch of dudes that were selling a bunch of label items, $20 for a Gucci purse, which I know is not a Gucci purse, but for so $20, the, I could have it. So the, the problem is policing when it comes to counterfeit stuff, right? Um, so I've done, I've done one or two matters for like this mm. big brand that was trying to import stuff into SA. Um, so it's a whole process where you go, you register your trademark with customs, then you tell customs, please be on the lookout for any goods which resemble this. And mm. if they are, um, please confiscate them and arrest whoever's bringing in the counterfeit stuff. Police always say that this, this is their, their, their motto. We've got more serious stuff to deal with. We've got drug problems, <laughs> legal <real>. immigration. <laughs> we've got this, we've got that. So even when they see you selling counterfeit goods and counterfeit CDs in Joburg CBD, right? Yeah. In their minds, it's not a priority crime, and that's so it's it a takes. crime. But the yes. cops are choosing not to care. They ch- yeah, because it's not immediately harming someone, right? Because when you've got what's what's pressurized? I mean, South African police is under pressure for investigating murders, right? Katesi, yeah. the Senzo Mayua trial Money is still going re- on. Yeah, I mean, nine years later, we still don't know who killed Senzo Mayua. So they're mm. big on that. They big on illegal immigration they're big on the rape the rape crisis in south africa the domestic violence crisis in south africa there's so many things which they say we need to prioritize they can't Mm. allocate resources to seeing whether or not uta was importing fake gucci or fake lv but when they do Mm. catch you it's It's a problem (laughs) yeah it's a problem I see. Oh, okay. No, no, fair, fair, fair. But I think, you know, just to kind of wrap this up, um, if you're if you going back to the original issue, uh, I, I, I don't have an issue. If Here's my thing, right? Mm-hmm. If I've got that type of money and I buy you a car 
and if you're anal about it and you say no eh, i think i'd even ask you do you want the car in your name and you say yes yes i want the car in my name i'm like shut no problem i'll put the car in your name right eh, i'll make yeah. the payments and whatever finance the car but at the end of the day if we ever break up for whatever reason then you take that debt with you it's not gonna i'm i'm not I'm not about to be single. Take the debt. Paying off a G wagon that's being driven by my ex. That's 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 not going to happen, right? It's, it just it makes that part makes no sense. Why are you paying for your ex's G wagon? You gifted it to her, right? Mm-hmm. Because you guys were in a relationship, you're in love, whatever. You will happily make the payments for as long as you guys are together. Yes. But then the moment you guys break up, then you must also assume Utini, assume the debt as well. If you want the G wagon, you can take the G wagon because it's, it's in your name. The yeah. bank is not going to chase me, Bella. The okay. bank is chasing who? The bank is going to chase you because the car is in your name. It's not in my name. Even though I was giving you the money for the payments, mm-hmm. or I was paying directly, whatever, whatever, whatever the setup is. Yeah, it's not. I have nothing to do with it. legally. No one can come to me like no, but Utawo gave Uzwadibani the car. No, 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 no. Right? It's the gifting process has no documentation. Or it just, it's literally, mwah, mwah, I love you, here's the keys to the car. The buying part of it, yes, there's a lot of legal documentation, but if it's the girl's name and the girl can't sustain that lifestyle, then, you know, you have to be careful. So I think a lot of the time, I know um, a friend of mine actually was in a relationship and man's that she was dating bought her a Porsche. Um, <laughs> hey, this is your friend. And, and, like homie not, bro not a distant this story is, no this is so when you wait so when you look at like your other friends who are being gifted with Porsches and then you look at the rest of us <laughs> <laughs> no but I mean again it was one of those things that like she posted she posted on the gram and it's not just me that was like you sit up you're like how <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, so it was, yeah. it was a very unexpected channel. Like your your thoughts are like, bro, what 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 is going on? Because I know you didn't buy that shit. Like I know isn't Rizal Kambela? Yes, you're successful, <laughs> but you're not. You're not we're, Porsche successful. We're not not yet. Because bro, I'm 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 um what uh, at the time I was probably like maybe like twenty five, mm-hmm. I believe, and I think she's about three years younger than me. So you know, yeah, yeah, up and coming. You work for a very good company. Like for your bracket, you're doing fantastically well, right? But if you was doing Porsche Panamera well, we would know you're doing Porsche Panamera well. Like it's just it's a fact, guys. Let's not argue. Mm-hmm. So anyway, chiggy chiggy, you're scrolling on the stories. How eh, there's a car under the under the locusin. You know that little shit. So you're like, how okay? No, we want to bought a car. Then the shit in the next slide comes mm-hmm. off and it's a Porsche Panamera. I'm like, how, 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 how can this be? This is, wow. But obviously, you DM, ah, no, fantastic. This is well done, Casta. This is very good. Um, and then, you know, the news comes out, no, 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 it's Mans that, that got it. The shit. I'm like, damn, Mans is really, you know, one, he's loaded, mm-hmm. two, he really loves you. Like, I think you have to love someone to buy them a luxury vehicle. That's just, for me, that's something that I would 110% do for my wife. But that's my wife. Yeah. You know, love her to death. So, so, but for girlfriends, like, hey, brother, how hot is your relationship? How hot is your relationship? Your girlfriend gets a Porsche fam. Like, that's, to me, that's blowing my mind. 
But that I mean, is there's absolutely there's several there's several ah, reasons yeah, there's for no that. Several there reasons are, Mr. Maps. No okay, so I I can list three at least, right? The first being um, money laundry. Well, that's another one. That's yes. <laughs> money laundering, <laughs> right? Because you we realized in South Africa this year that uh, all SARS needs to do is track the baddies. And then they'll find yeah. the people that are. Ah, they'll things. find you. But, 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 yeah, <laughs> people are getting caught via the baddies, bro. They should just go and scout on Instagram there. And, and that's just, it, right? So that that yeah. that is one reason. The other is you could genuinely love your person, right? You might love this person more than anything. Send, send, send. Two love million is, rand car. Yeah, and your love. Two million rand. Exactly, Tabo. And you, if your love is overwhelming like that, then you spend two million to get them a car. The other reason Tabula. is, which is probably what a lot of people were trying to drag him for, unfortunately, is witty. I don't know how nicely to put this in a non toxic way. It's important not to start dating beautiful people when you now have money. Panamera za 1.8 million. 1.8 million. Yeah, that's not bad. What? Send. But if you're yeah, one for two point six million rand. Okay. Yes, and that's a lot of money, Shim. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not even gonna lie. I mean see now I'm on I'm, I'm on the Porsche website because of you. <laughs> and I'm gonna get these damn Instagram ads because now Dubai is thinking I'm gonna be looking for out of control. Porsche, Porsche um, and, and that's why that's why I think social media you must consume it um responsibly like anything because ultimately the reality is that most South Africans can't afford to pay rent in an apartment that costs 3,000 rand right that's the reality um, that's over 50% of the population in this country cannot afford so, nah, so the cheapest one here is 1.7 <laughs> yeah well and that's what I'm saying yeah. the reality of the lives we see out there and the reality of South Africa in real life it's two different places mm. Um, and I guess it's the same with America. If people are saying they're going on a date to the Maldives, take that with a pinch of salt, guys. Linga Laosuhamba in your real life saying, Oh, what do you want? Compromise. You want someone who's going to do this. 761 thing. horsepower. Uh, <laughs> do you want the Turbo S? <laughs> Hybrid SE GTS. <laughs> 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 Me, I'm done a rabbit hole, bruh. Me, I, I feel so, uh, I feel, I feel so bad for my wife sometimes. Why? Because like, there's certain things that I just really want to talk about, and she just does not give a fuck. <laughs> like, just, she just doesn't care. And like the poor woman would be like, just like you can see it in her face that she just, she just wants to cry for help. But there's no, Cam Cam is too small. Like there's nothing for me to talk to. So I have to tell all this random bullshit that's in my mind. I'm like, no, babe, I need you to, I need to tell you this. It's like, can you please, like, just go tell someone. I'm like, no, 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 I don't want to tell someone. I know. I want to tell you. I had to explain I need to, tell you to my person <laughs> why Andre Onana is an upgrade from David De Gea. Um, I, I felt very strongly about it to an extent where I thought... <laughs> exactly, that's what it is. <laughs> I felt something I felt very strongly about, but because I spend most of my time with her, it was like, 
I need you to understand why I feel strongly about this thing. <laughs> Bro, now, see, I, 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 now I'm explaining what playing off from the back 100%. means coming out for crosses. And she's probably and looking at me like. Play with his feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's looking at me like. Mm hmm. And she. Yeah. A big up to my person, Yam Tanda. She's amazing because she really now, me, tries. Me, I, I preach. I don't even like to you. I'll keep going. I'll be like, you know what? She's not paying attention. She's looking at me. <laughs> but it's going in one ear and out the other. But I just need to get these points off. Like, it's just, I don't know what it is. I yeah. wish I could explain it. No. If there's an intelligent person who knows what it is, please add us and let us no, know. No, she tries to. But it's just. And, and she even asks what it And she even like. asks questions like, oh, okay, so how long's it been there? Uh, all right, so we don't like it. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> you get what I mean? Oh, so I see where you're coming from. <laughs> no, 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 me, uh, poor, poor Mrs. Maps, because, yeah, anyway, she'll be free in when do, when do kids start comprehending shit? So maybe in the next year or two years, she'll be, she'll be free. Uh, and I'll have a buddy who will just be all too happy to. You know, uh, absorb all the knowledge from me, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, to put a to put a ball in the situation, uh, we are with Maporesa strictly regarding the vehicles, not the incident. Uh, Let's be honest; anyone in real know, life would be with him, like not anyone who's yeah, no, signaling on that platform. No, no, no. But you know what? At the end of the day, like, listen, I'm happy if you if you if you believe it should be in the girl's name. Absolutely, I'll put it. Like I said, happily put it in your name. But don't come to me when 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 the bank is now calling you and uh, whatever, whatever whatever like it's nah that's that's on you fam that's how you want it um you know it is it it, it is what it is but um also side note mm-hmm. uh, I wanted to buy a new pair of Yeezys dope dope pair dope pair but the um, the website that I buy my sneakers on shout out to Stadium Goods so if you're into sneakers stadiumgoods.com they got everything that you want but. Uh, these guys have a system Yoguti. so you'll see on the list so if you're scrolling through like if you put easies in there and you're seeing all the different types right um, they'll show you the lowest price and they price by foot size so like I think I saw these probably they were like 200 bucks or something like that right so I click I'm like oh yeah these are dope I really want them so I click on it and then I scroll to my size and then to my shock horror and disbelief for my size shoe, these Yeezys cost eight hundred and forty US dollars. How much? Eight hundred and forty. Yeah, no, that's fine. You see, you are now moving like Mapuriza. Eight hundred and forty US no, dollars no, no, for no, my take. No, no, I'm not paying. I'm not paying for that. <laughs> I'm not paying for that. So, so I'm not paying. Yeah. So you see, what I saw, and this is what pisses me off. Size ten, which is about just two sizes down, mm-hmm. is just two hundred and twenty-five dollars. Two hundred twenty-five dollars. I would, have, I would have happily bought them. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. You deserve this, right? Forget the budget. Focus on your emotions. But like 840, I could never justify buying sneakers. I'm not at that place where I can buy, especially because they're easy. And knowing that someone with a smaller foot than mine got them at a fraction of the price, no. How much is a fraction? That's, I, two, two, what did I say? Two, where's that? 10. So two, two, 225. Hectic. Yeah, that's a huge. Yeah. That's a huge gap. That's not. That's a huge a gap, fam. <laughs> it's crazy. It's so I was like, no, I, I, I have the, I have the locals in open. Maybe they'll have a special one day. And Baza Zuela to no size thirteen. 
size 12 right 12.5 out of Gafana the same shit but like yeah it's 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 pretty bad but mm. eight, man they're so dope like fuck Sorry. Anyway, I'll look for them or maybe on another on another website but it's very unfair for people with big feet out there this is prejudice against us um so I think we need to do we do need to have thoughtful conversations as to why uh is it's you know it can it cannot be this expensive to get this size of shoe if even if you're looking at the value added of making a bigger shoe or whatever, mm-hmm. it cannot be to the point that it's four times the amount of a size ten. I wait. Mm-hmm. I refuse. I absolutely refuse. If there's a, a sneaker buff who knows why and can explain it again, I invite you to come to the DMs and explain it to us. But as for now, nah, screw stadium goods and those Yeezys. But I'll be on back on stadium goods. Says holy the I'll be you know after this we'll see. We'll see what's there. We'll see what's there. I want um, twenty five by a loop. Anyway, so like yeah, into the actual bit. Um it only took us forty five minutes to get here, Banja. Uh, there was uh, I got this bit of the context from the two broke timbers because I was wondering how the conversation like how shit blew because shit blew up on Twitter. Yeah. And then you know when you like you're at work? Mm-hmm. And then you you see a friend of yours or a fr- a fellow, what do you call a Twitter buddy? A uh, tweep. A tweep. Yes, yes, there we go. So you see a fellow tweep deep within a war, right? But it's a context a contextless war. Yes. To you, right? So it's 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 like imagine you know, you just walking outside. Next thing you see your your, your colleague shouting at someone. I have a set. You know. Like, oh. <laughs> It's like you know what I mean. Like you, you just stepped into it. You don't know what's going on. You just know what someone's been passed <laughs> out. It's like, yeah, So like, I, I jump onto Twitter. First tweet I see is is a, a fellow tweet. You know, basically talking about how you know Nigerians shouldn't be out here claiming I'm a piano. So I was just kind of like, that's such a weird thing for you to tweet. Because mm-hmm. uh, again, she wasn't quoting anything. It was just poof, out there into the into the Twitter Twitter a hey, Twitter. <laughs> Twitter, Twitter, <laughs> the Twitter universe. Um, but yeah, anyway, I caught that and I was, I was confused. And obviously, you keep scrolling and you see different people and yeah, you piece together. So I was like, okay, there's clearly some beef between uh, Nigerians and South Africans about Amapia, right? So initially, I just took it as some Ni- Nigerians are claiming, and it's like, okay, Nigerians are being Nigerians, mm-hmm. you know, they have that star of the show mentality. So I was like, okay, cool, case closed. It is what it is, right? Whatever. Uh, only to then learn on the Trimbos that it all started with um, Swaley. You remember? You know who Swaley is, eh? Uh, I don't know who he is, but I, I know he's something. <laughs> he's part of, uh, I don't know how to say their name, but it's Ray, like Sherman or whatever. Those guys, with no flex. So. No flex. Oh, okay, so, okay. Nyabon. You remember? Nyabon. Yes, yes, yes. I ain't got no type. Bad bitches are the only thing that I like. Anyway, so those dudes. Mm-hmm. So he's one half of those. Oh, dudes, okay, right? yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I think I think either he tweets out or he Instagrams out. Hey guys, mm-hmm. uh, I can't wait for y'all to see what I've been up to uh, with this ama piano shit. Mm-hmm. You know, very excited for y'all to hear this, yeah. right? Then he puts a Nigerian flag emoji. Mm-hmm. So that's where it started. Yeah. So you've said, hey, you're on this Ama Piano wave, you're excited, and then you've put what? Nigerian, put Nigerian flag. Nigerian flag. 
that's when you know yeah imbi started mm. because people saw that you're like are you trying to give nigeria credit for ama piano and then shit went haywire yes from that point uh, obviously and this is how you know south africans are bullies because very swiftly uh, Mr. Sway Lee issued numerous apologies. <laughs> no, guys, listen. Listen. <laughs> Said, me, Inini, I did not say Amapiano was from Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Listen carefully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm Nigerian. <laughs> I'm working on I'm all that I'm trying to say, man. So, so now they 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 came for him proper. So he's like, no, guys, me, I wasn't saying he's from uh uh uh, uh in Nigeria, South Africa. is has created a very beautiful sound. Hey, look, la look, la local. Like, just tried to romance the situation. Apparently, even posted a screenshot of him googling where did Ama Piano come from. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, they came they came for him hard. Uh, but either way. It started a whole conversation mm-hmm. of like you know uh, um, you know where does Amapiano coming from and why are Nigerians claiming it or whatever. So apparently there's a there's a thing now called Afro piano. Yes. And what Afro piano is, from what I've deduced, is you know that West African Amapiano where it's slightly different. It's a slightly different sound. But it's still got the log drum, the heavy bass, all that kind of stuff that you know from Amapiano in general. I don't know if Nigerians, personally, I don't know if Nigerians have done enough with Amapiano to have it as a different subgenre. Because when I listen to Nigerian Amapiano, mm-hmm. uh, it just sounds like a Nigerian who's trying to, who's coming from like an Afrobeat, uh, uh, what's this thing called, mm-hmm. industry, right? Um, and he's just kind of doing his thing, but on an, on an ama piano beat, yes. right? I don't think Afro piano has really because if you say Afro house, uh, Afro house has separated itself, right? There's house music, and then when you say Afro house, Afro house does have a very specific sound. It sounds very African. Mm-hmm. It, it it really does like in, in terms of the instruments. Uh, even though like the tenor and all these other things are usually the same, mm-hmm. right? But in terms of instrumentation and like the just the different qualities that you hear, you can tell. No, 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 Lapa. This is something you know that kind of speaks to home type of thing, right? When you listen to Afro House, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Besides the fact that the owner will be trying to do his Afro beat thing on a piano beat, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's enough, you know, necessarily to say this is Afro. Uh, yeah, Afro-Pian. and then another influencer. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I posted this in the group, but I will fill in them. Uh, I'm not sure if he had watched it, but like another influencer, then he went into defined a little bit more, and I found his explanation. I think uh, 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 I'll try to plug it if, if, if it's still up on Instagram. But I found his explanation to be very, very uh, interesting mm-hmm. in terms of how he sees Ama Piano and Afro Piano. Yeah, what he said was with Ama Piano, it's like you. It's it's a it's um it's like a journey like you know how like piano song starts like mm-hmm. hey bra like let's get to the you know what I mean so some people like let's get to the good part mm-hmm. right that's how ama piano are a lot of the time where and the criticism has been Woody, it sounds like the same beat a million times in the first thirty seconds yeah. you can't tell which song that it is right and then he was saying in in Nigeria or in West Africa you get to the point right it's very like bah, this is why I'm here mm-hmm. this is what we're doing this is the song. You know what I mean? Like, so he was trying to explain it that way. With Afro piano, 
Nigerians or West Africans have jumped on that the way it, with Afrobeat there's no long intro in an Afrobeat it's a straight what what it's like a standard we, Afrobeat song. We're making the point. Yeah, so it's it's got the Afrobeat qualities and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, you know what? I'm willing to listen to an explanation like that. Yeah. If it's really deep like that, but I don't listen to a lot of Nigerian Amma piano because I don't... Do you listen to... very few songs that Asake. rock. Yeah, because he's... He, so he's the... I think he's the flagship he's the, in terms of specifically... Yes. That, you know... But yeah, I've listened to part of his album. I haven't listened to the whole thing, mm-hmm. to be fair. But even some of uh, what I've seen from the new stuff... I'm not feeling it at all. Fam. It just sounds awkward. No, no, no. It, it, um, but, but you know why it sounds awkward yeah. for you? Because mm. you're a Nguni speaker who has been listening to Ama Piano from Jump, right? So, no, you but, know so, so he has a song um, with, with Burner Boy. No, but he's got a song with Burner Boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called like Sumba, right? Yeah, I know that. That one is dope. Yeah, so like that one, I, 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 I bump it all the time. Like that's a dope song and I like what they did, the two of them right with that song mm-hmm. but i just I, it's, I, again let me let me let me I'll, I'll i'll table that and i'll just say you know what let me listen to the album mm-hmm. and give a judgment okay. from what of the snippets i've heard i've not been impressed but okay anyway, when uh what are you saying no 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 no. so i think you i i like the yanos i think the yanos for me have gotten me liking south african music again um, and there were very few songs in between that I would like, right? So I like Black Motion, some Prince KB stuff, mm. but I can't say I was wholly invested in what's new and happening in South African music ever since Kwaito phased out. I think that was mm. for me, you know, era I learned about 2010-ish. Um, yeah. was probably when, when, when Big Nas and our happy song and Immortal and Professor yeah. and were big. Hey, 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 hey. That's hey. probably the last era of South African music that I was deeply invested in and kept and, and like kept kept up with. No exactly. And then after that, you know, you had our black motion come through and Mafigizolo tried, you know, their their return and it was it was great. But when, when hip hop started taking over and then Gorm came in, I lost interest. That's just me. Specifically, now you're losing because I, I don't like Gorm. I think I've seen this <laughs> a lot of times. Guys, the worst thing that can happen to me is if it's 2 a.m., I'm tired, I'm in the club, and then Gorm starts playing. I think I'll just feel like yo, like energy, right? I think listen, people enjoy Zulu, Zulu rock music, cannot be disputed. I think you need the only way you can enjoy Gorm is if you're on some kind of tracks, to be honest, because <laughs> no way. So, and then and then the Yanos came, um, 2017 18. Mm. And then till now, right? It's just been top, especially during the pandemic. Like, yo, after something, so to release that album, it was big. I think it's it's taken the world by storm to an extent that South Africans, in their nature, unfortunately, and I think we spoke about this earlier when we spoke about Nigerians and putting each other on making a community. All over. South Africans exist in mm. silos more than they do in when I'm a piano community, let's take piano to the world, right? The mm. first thing that mm. these, these these guys, and whether you are Maporisa or maybe not so much Caps, but a lot of these other mm. guys, they'll release their music in South Africa, they'll tour in South Africa, they'll go by themselves. Mm. Mm. But there's, there's I, I don't think they push I'm a piano to the world as a South African product, right? What then mm. happens if you've got the sound, which has traveled internationally, and people in America and the UK don't quite know where to tie it to. All they know is that it's African, right? 
and when it gets to the US and it gets to the UK or Australia or wherever it is there are no South African club DJs there are they or if they are there's very few right it's either it's white DJs or it's West African guys mm. and it's West African clubs mm. in these African environment wherever I, I, I speak to some of my friends who are overseas like I oh, know we're at this um, African you know this this African club like oh okay what kind of tunes were playing was Afrobeats and mostly West African stuff right because they have roots in those communities especially in the UK but to mm. an extent in 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 the US as well right same thing that happened with Dancehall when Dancehall went to the world Abba Sean Paul were the ones going to the UK to the US mm-hmm. to build the careers and Dancehall becomes a big thing the next thing were Oh, let's let me listen to Mavado. Let me listen to Vibes Cartel. Let me listen to all these other guys, right? That's how mm-hmm. you grow your music. What's happened is I'm a piano is a sound that everyone knows from Africa and Nigerians have said, right, we're the ones. I'm not saying they've done it intentionally. <laughs> <laughs> but they've identified yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take it because the, right. the sound the sound is out there, right? <laughs> oh man. The sound is out there. People are listening to it. People love it, and and mm. naturally, people are like, "Ah, so where does this come from?" Niger boys are like, "I'm a piano, you know, arting from Lagos, Abuja, <laughs> all those places." I don't even think they're claiming it like like like. No, 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 so, not so claiming it. But what, what I would they say, would they right, jumped on the way from. They're the ones who jumped so on the exportation of the song, and exportation. I mean, taking it to the UK to the US to all these places at the moment Cubs are still performing in and and he's the pioneer from a piano right pioneer mm-hmm. with a sound that is that famous there's no reason I think why he should still be performing at small clubs in Gauteng absolutely so this is the point I'm getting at right this is this this the, so the point that I'm trying to um, uh, what's the thing when I brought up Omar Pori's initially mm-hmm. is he then jumped on uh, at least I saw it on Twitter so I guess he put it on Instagram or whatever mm-hmm. um, so he, he jumped on Twitter and uh, he put out this nine minute video talking about guys this whole hey where does Amapiana come from or whatever whatever um, he talked about how Nigerians are able to package this and what they've done with the Afrobeat and how it's gone out to the mm-hmm. world, right? And now, you know, Uberna boy is fucking shit up. Wizkid has it, had his moment in the sun. Davido's filled up, uh, I think, O2 Arena, like one of those, you know, in the UK, famous, famous uh, locusins, right? Um, and I think Burner Boy, he, went, he did something huge in New York. I can't remember what, uh, maybe Madison Square Garden or something mm-hmm. like that, right? So, like, again, those dudes it's even hard for them to perform in Nigeria just because it's like the bag they make outside of Nigeria is so large, mm-hmm. right? That it's it's just for them, you, you, you come back home to perform for, these are just, these are my people. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's, that's kind of, for them, it's more so I, you know what, I'm from Nigeria, let me do a show for home. Mm-hmm. But where, where the big difference is with the Gabsas of the world, right? Uh, maybe, again, maybe not necessarily the Gabsas, but like all the other big DJs, Tyler ICU currently has the biggest country, big, biggest track in the country right now with mm-hmm. me, right? Um, and all these other DJs that that, that are out there, or Basta and uh, Jazzy, Jazzy Q and all those, all those, all those mm-hmm. dudes. The majority of your sheets are going to be made touring, all your gigs are going to be made touring, going to a club in Durban, in Joburg, 
Cape Town, you know, wherever, PE, you know what I mean? Like, that's kind of like the ecosystem. But I think a couple factors lend into that type of thing, right? What I always say is kind of like also jokingly Mm -hmm. is South Africa is the America of Africa, right? And what I mean by that is it's a country where it's doing well enough as a country that Umuntu, who is South African, can live a whole life in in South Africa and want for nothing, yes. right? In 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 in, a, in in a, just in the general sense. So for a lot of people uh, and for a lot of South Africans specifically, there isn't that innate. Uh, the situation in South Africa is not dire to the point yet that people are like, I'm leaving, yeah. right? I'm going to I'm going to Australia. <laughs> you know, we're not we're not there yet in in South yeah. Africa, and 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 because of that. That's why I'm saying I, I make the America comparison because a lot of people in America, a lot of Americans that I used to speak to every single day in class and stuff like that, hadn't even left their state. Yeah, you know, this is the first time. Oh my God, I've left New York. I'm in Massachusetts, literally next door. I'm so homesick, brah. Yeah, four hour drive from home. <laughs> just <Saturday>. drive. <laughs> just exactly, just literally get get on a train, drive home, whatever it is, what it is. So for a lot of South Africans, it's just kind of like it's like an ethno ethnocentric attitude where he, the end all be all is the country of what of South Africa. So you know you have all these South Africans attacking people online. Hey, hey, my piano's ours. Hey, hey this is that. And the point that I'm, my person was making was, we need to learn from Nigerians because, you know, Nigerians and and and, and Ghana got lucky because they are basically. It's a small country, but the, the, the Afrobeat sound for them is very similar to what Nigeria yes. is doing. So now you have a bunch of Ghanaians all over the show. You have a bunch of Nigerians all over the show in these influential countries, right, where they can push the sound. So the sound starts off in West Africa. Now you're pushing it in clubs in America. You're pushing it in clubs in, in London, pushing it in clubs in Dubai, Australia, wherever, mm-hmm. because it base, like you said, these guys are in communities. Mm-hmm. So the SA community of Nigerians are like, hey, we're pushing this pushing the sound there's this artist whatever whatever and then now it's become a global phenomenon right and i think the other thing because i've always asked myself why is it south african music does not translate i love it to death anyone that knows me south african house and me were best mm-hmm. buds right but i'm like why you know why didn't gom translate you know why why, why isn't dj cleo bigger mm-hmm. why wasn't big nas bigger you know what i mean like what what, what is it and i think number one the fact that with a lot of these guys it is about let's make a hit let's talk essay let's enjoy life for a lot of these guys that's kind of where mm-hmm. it ends right that's number one and i also think th- there's not enough um i think nigeria benefits from the fact that this bro is like 200 million yes. people and like it's a big population outside the country so it's it's it's, it's huge people with the same ethnicity with the same sound that can convey a brand right simultaneously globally so i think that's what helped afrobeat a lot a lot of the way Mm -hmm. and i don't think that south african music can replicate that or without nigerians Mm -hmm. so if you think i would tell icu and and whoever else all these other dudes are, are, are gonna get to that level by themselves i don't think so and also the other thing is this is just a theory on my mm-hmm. part i think the better route for these south african guys to go especially with pushing ama piano it might be rather than try to go the afrobeat route in terms of trying to spread because again the thing with 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 nigerian culture it's so strong like it'll overwhelm you, know, you get swallowed yeah. up 
it'll overwhelm and they'll turn it into their own thing which again credit to them but then if you want to keep it the quote-unquote pure you know i'm a piano sound or whatever the 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 the, the, the unedited version of mm-hmm. it the better route to go is who is who is south africa's most successful international music musician black right coffee now? it's black coffee black coffee black coffee is doing mad numbers mad money and guess what when how many times do you see him in south africa hardly <laughs> you open black coffee so i promise you he's on a beach in ibiza mm-hmm. or brazil or wherever the question i was telling do you think more, since 1994 you know, black coffee is south africa's most talented artist i guess he's the most successful but you think he's the most talented i don't think so I don't think he's the most. I think I don't think he's the most talented. I'd, again, I'd have to like really sit and think about. It. He's super talented, but but what what the the mm-hmm. only point that I'm trying to make with 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 the black coffee uh, uh, entering this conversation is what he did successfully mm-hmm. is he took his music because like if you listen to his earlier albums, right, it was that Afro house kind of sound, like really kind of like okay, yeah, this is a dude. If someone says this is a South African DJ, I'd, I'd believe them 100. Yeah. percent and he turned his sound into more the European progressive yeah. house type of sound, right? And then obviously he was now accepted into that community because he networked and he got opportunities. Apparently he used to like gig for free in Europe and mm-hmm. stuff like that, right? To make connections, mm-hmm. right? That's how he did it. And then now he's put on his crew. So like Black Coffee has a tree of our, uh, he's taken on Ukulo, the song, the Capo, like all these other dudes in that industry. With links to black coffee are now touring europe uh, i think the has been to dubai like a bunch of times mm-hmm. bro and it's like it's not even um, um 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 it's a huge party or whatever it's literally he's at a beach club playing right that black coffee type of thing and those if he makes those connections mm-hmm. he's gonna make a huge back because those dudes are gonna be like hey brad me i also have a club in where in portugal i want you to come through and play there right so so it's that is that business type of mentality that I think Black Coffee took into it and became so yeah. huge that I, I don't know if business and also being an artist in, in, in with a lot, with the majority rather, of South African artists, I don't think is there. Yeah. And I also think these artists, some of them are being, are take, being taken yes. advantage of because you have these bigger guys, the Mapoys of the world, like, hey, bro, I can make a trap blow mm-hmm. up. But you're basically just going to get the front end of the deal. I'll get the back end and we just move on. So I think it's just too disconnected there needs to be like if you look at the nigerian afrobeat mm-hmm. tree it and, and I, I could be wrong but for me when i kind of came alive if you think about back in the day uti yeah. and who was his other his buddy don jazzy right don jazzy is respected heavy in nigeria heavy that guy is a don right but like no one really talks about don jazzy mm-hmm. anymore. he's in the he's on he's on the business side of things right same thing with uti and all these other odds but if you think about Afrobeat back then, Hulabo P Square and those guys and o- Oliver Twist, Afrobeat wasn't like it was it was at where Ama Piano is yeah. now, right? Whereas that, oh it's catchy. We know it because we watch Channel O, but the world wasn't yet on like that that level, mm-hmm. right? So there's a way that you grow these things. And it's you know, if you look at like Uton Jazzy, he did it the business mm-hmm. way. He's grown it the business way where they'll have the record labels, they'll have that structure. And I just don't know enough about the South African music industry to say what is on a business level when it comes to Ama Piano and a lot of the music industry. How is it when you're now exporting that sound? Because a lot of these dudes, when they come to Dubai, unless it's a bunch of 
you know, Africans gathered yeah. there, nobody knows. But let are. me tell you why. I think it's it's to be honest. I think it's by chance that they're even exporting the sound. Um, and the reason why I say it's by chance, and that's because of social media, right? Now we're in a It's by chance because social media, right? TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. The fact mm. that sound can travel far easier now than it ever did before, right? Mm. Back in the day, for someone in the US to hear your song, it had to be on MTV or it had to be on radio yeah. or someone had yeah. some DJ had to play it at a club, right? Now mm. I can be Drake. And I can hear a South African song when I'm scrolling through Instagram. And if I like the sound, I'm hitting up that person. I'm saying, come through, right? And because the sound is so good, a lot of these guys are traveling because the sound is good, right? You do your balcony mixes, you put it on YouTube. Next thing, um, promoters in Dubai, promoters in the US are like, ah, come through, come play your sound. It's good. We like it. Shop, mm. let's go. I don't even think there's a conscious effort from them, the artists themselves, to push their brand internationally, intentionally. I, th- I think a lot of it is chancing through. Maybe, maybe the the infrastructure. That's what I'm saying. I don't think the infrastructure is there. I think they all want to tour internationally because you you go from earning in rands, then you're earning to earning money, dollars. Right? But right. The, the infrastructure, and that's what I'm saying, Guti. The way Black Coffee did it. Right, mm. he did it by. I think a lot of it is assimilation, right? But we're mm-hmm. now talking about guys who stay, like I say, Sean Paul, right? Guys mm. who stay, um, I'll say, almost true to their style, and then they export the sound as it is, and then people mm-hmm. buy into that sound. And that's why I said I don't think Black Coffee is the most talented South African musician to come out of of, of this country in the last thirty years. I do have a question though. Mm-hmm. Quick question. Mm-hmm. Do you think South Africa sells, right? In terms of, and, and, and what I mean by that is, like you said, black coffee is simulated to a certain extent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, his sound, you listen to a black coffee album now, and if I told you it's that white guy from France who made it, yeah. you're not really going to fight It's like that, that, that sound, uh, Drive All Night. The first time I heard it, I thought it was yeah. some Euro, Euro DJ. I was like, oh, <laughs> black coffee. So exactly. So it's 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 literally he he has made a lot of right. his music has evolved right mm-hmm. a lot. And then my second example would be Trevor Noah. Okay, Trevor Noah was funny as hell when he was doing the whole you know uh, Day Walker, all those other specials and whatever back mm-hmm. in the day. But then Trevor made an intentional pivot He's away no from. His, his his South Africanness into more of a like if, like you we we we've spoken about this now is like his default African accent is just like a what what you think an African accent would sound like right yeah, it sounds from like a West African coming to America no sorry not not West African East African type of accent da, da, da. Mm-hmm. but like I think he pivoted intentionally away from South Africa and I, I and the thing is if Trevor Noah was Nigerian or Ghanaian does he not lean into that a lot more. You know what I mean? Like so, so, yes. so. I, does does SA sell? Like that's. I think that's a big picture question. Where he, besides our, our, our national park, yeah, and the big five, what else is it in terms of internationally that people are willing to consume? Because I think you know that West Africa has sucked up all the oxygen mm-hmm. on a global level for people to be like, listen, I only have capacity to know one type of Africa. Yeah. And I, the type of African that I'm seeing, yeah. that's that's the one that's in my face every day, every day. You all can't be coming to me 
trying to tell me now to start saying like no that's that's too much <laughs> but uh, so I'll, i'm wondering I'll, about that i'll put it this way i think it it could sell south africa is probably one of the most talented countries when it comes to just raw talent and i mean we're mm. talking music we're talking football that's why i, I always I say i think guys yeah, i like, don't know about football <laughs> no no I, do you know what right South Africa mm. has some of the most naturally talented footballers you'll see. Like guys who you pass them the ball now, they will trap it dead. Mm. To an extent where I think those guys, some some of those guys in Europe don't touch them. I've watched some of the football Bafana, Bafana, Bafana plays um, mm. when it's AFCON. The reason mm. they lose is not because they're not good. It's just because they, they don't understand some of the basics in killing so you so you, you think tactics. it's more it's more it's more like the street ballers type of exactly mentality. and and it's the same and it's not yeah formal football exactly that they need to learn. and it's the same with music right the one thing i struggle with when when i listen to africa i'm like this is so good the sound deserves to be worldwide international i was listening to him do song tiki tiki yo like dude that mm. that that instrumental is mad but because as a country you touched on this things aren't bad where to an extent where you have to leave right mm. no one has to leave and go to the best of the best mm. places in the world and i mean best in terms of infrastructure um commercializing your talent fine-tuning your skills and art and all of that <laughs> and all of mm. that stuff right what tends to happen is people stay here and they're comfortable and they make their money yeah right mm. um so being footballers they'll stay in the psl because you're making two hundred thousand rand a month there's no reason for me to leave Kaiser Chiefs and go be cold in Europe. Mm. Um, and maybe these Amapiano kids will tell you the same. Why must I go and freeze my balls off when I can make 100,000 rand from gigging here in SA and get all the baddies and, and, and... and yeah, because, I mean, again, why? It's, it's not that much money compared to Europe, but also cost of living in South Africa is super low. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not, it's not the worst scenario, So, right? I, I think we... South Africa doesn't have those roots internationally and that infrastructure internationally and that commercial nows internationally to make it work. I think it can happen. I think there's guys who are good at it as well. I once had an interview where he said, when you think about it in South Africa, jazz is very well-traveled, right? You, Masigela, and those guys were very well-traveled, but that was because they had to, because of apartheid. Post-apartheid, who's traveling? Black coffee and who else? I mean, the greatest artist to ever perform in this country. Major League DJs. <laughs> but they have like, I mean, they've got like um, freaking privilege to an extent where it's not even real. I think their father was an ambassador to the US. Yeah. And so, they, I mean, they're the cheese boys of Amapia. Yeah. You That's the thing. You like I mean? it's, it, for, for them, their situation is slightly different. Too easy. In that respect, Brenda Fassi. <laughs> I think <laughs> Brenda Fassi is the most talented artist coming out of this country, in my opinion. And she used mm. to sing in both uh, Zulu and in English, right? I think she should mm-hmm. have been bigger than she was. You think she was our Whitney Houston? Brenda, Brenda, I, I think when, when I listen to some songs, I'm like, this mm. woman could sing. She could, she could go bar for bar with Whitney Houston and, and with her scratchy voice, she'd kill it, right? And then she also had that yeah. performance thing, right? She could perform, she could dance, she could sing. She was amazing. She should have been more famous than she was. But South Africa is a nice country. You can live here. You can be successful. You can make mm. money. There's no need to push that envelope where you become, 
you know, Brenda Farsi, South African icon, most talented singer to ever live. Yeah. <laughs> That's not something which is which is there. And unfortunately, even if she did leave, who are you going to that's going to push your CD and your music in an authentic way? Right? If Boy leaves Nigeria today to go to the US, there's probably some mm. Nigerian DJ there who'd be like, ah, I can help you get your songs played in clubs. We can help you fine tune this, commercialize this, do it. There's, there's guys in Nigeria, there's guys in the, there's Nigerians in the UK or in the US mm. that have figured out how to do this. And that's why yeah. when they start recording their Afrobeat on Amapiano um, instrumentals, you're mm. going to have people saying, oh, no, it's a Nigerian thing because they have that know-how, yeah. which I think yeah. South Africa doesn't have. And that's why I made the football example. Guys here will leave Ekasi with big, big, big talent, but they'll concern themselves with shoeshine and playing for um, <laughs> the Kaiser Chiefs <laughs> and Orlando Pirates because that precedence of Ukuti I am going to the EPL. Like, you know, John yeah. Orby, Michael Essien, JJ Okocha, Nwako Kanu. Mm-hmm. There's a history of players. And maybe they might even live together, right? They might even build a community where it's like, ah, mm-hmm. you know what Wenger did with the French boys? Wenger mm-hmm. gets into Arsenal. He gets a couple of French players. And now all of a sudden, people start looking at French talent as proper talent. And I think yeah. with, with the Yanos, unless one of the big guys like Cubs that goes and makes his mark overseas, you probably have something where other people in Africa will push their genre as if it is theirs. But you know what, Senna? Um, I, I, I think the, my theory, right, in terms of if you want to blow up, I'm a piano. Because what what Mopolis, or part of what Mopolisa was saying was, no, it's also a language thing. Now we speak in our... Nguni languages, let's try to mix English and this, this and that. And I, I don't think that's necessarily the answer. I disagreed with him there because there's a bunch of Afrobeats that I listen to and I don't know what the heck Burner Boy said. <laughs> I'm just, I'm all and I'm literally just in there. The guy is speaking Yoruba. Yes, there's a there's an English a word we are going to be in a insulto and like oh what are they what are they in English and then we go back to like, you know what I mean like so it's not a language thing because really yeah. we don't know what the guy is singing <laughs> busy chanting yeah like hey we're busy chanting there like it's, 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 it's not what's that song what's what's that that vibration song by that guy what's his name um, what vibration song vibration the guy who sang Peru um oh I have I don't even know his name. Hold on. Uh his name is give me a second Fireboy DML. <laughs> do you even know what I mean San Francisco Do you even know what Peru para means? No. Nope. I was You're just singing, right? So I'm just singing. I, I I'll agree with you to an extent, right? In in the sense that mm. um language isn't is is it shouldn't be an issue if the sound is good. Um, because... You've heard Last Last, right? I've heard Last Last. Um, Do you know what Ibo and Shayo is? Uh, I think you told me weed and alcohol. But then who, who yeah. would know that, right? Who would know? And the, but you're busy. I want Ibo and Shayo. Busy. Caught yeah. up in the club or whatever. I'll go it's one a language step thing. further to say, this isn't the first time that people have appropriated South African sound. 
Um, you mm. may not know this story about a guy called Paul Simon. Do you know Paul Simon? Mm. Um, some mm. of the older listeners would probably know Paul Simon. Paul Simon is a Grammy Award winning artist. He was big in the 1980s. I only know Paul Simon because my dad used to play um, a lot of his his music in the car. Paul Simon was big in the 70s, but then he went through what I will call a difficult moment in his career where his music wasn't selling. So you know what he did? Mm. He got on a plane, went to South Africa, collaborated with um, a whole bunch of South African um, artists, right? So... So, he like that other anti... Who, who makes albums? Hey, hey, hey! Uh, <laughs> Ten more I didn't hear you. So he asked that auntie. <laughs> so, so Paul Simon. He then went. I think he'd heard some Lady Smith Black Mambazo music from Joburg, right? Mm-hmm. So he went and asked his uh, contacts at Warner Music. I think that was his label, and they're like, mm. "Can you get me some artists to feature on an album?" So he got Lady Smith, Black Mambazo, he got the Boyoyo Boys, and then he they started recording an album, right? He mm-hmm. recorded an album which is rich in African sound. And in the background, there's Paul Simon singing, but the sound has Lady Smith, Black Mambazo, it's got the Boyoyo Boys, Doing the it's thing. got Ray Piri playing the strings. That's how, that's how he did it, right? So he took that sound, even with the chanting mm. and all of it, Put his voice over mm. some songs, went and won a Grammy Award, revitalized his career. Wow. To this day, Graceland is his most successful studio album. Little piece of history there. It's not the first time. I think Lady Smith Black Mambas was also an easy example of how you can see with yeah, music can travel. Language isn't as much yeah, a absolutely. barrier as people would think it is. Um, you know what? Mm-hmm. I, I I think it's 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 um. So what I was trying to say is that it's it's not yeah it's not a language thing, right? And that's why I disagree with Umar Porisa. It's more of I believe the channel, right? And if you want to package I'm a piano as it is, like mm-hmm. the version of it that's coming out of South Africa or let's say Southern Africa, the route I believe to go is the black coffee route, because I'm a piano is huge right now in like places like so like i have a friend i used to go to school with uh who's now a dj mm-hmm. in ethiopia and he's on a huge i piano wave and it's like it's the same the way we would groove to it in south africa so okay. it's not i always any in, anyone who listens to the podcast knows that whenever i go on a trip to nigeria and you know i talk about it i always bitch about how the ama piano that they play in in, in nigeria is sped up so like it's up tempo so like you know when you watch a show you it's like it's on one yeah, now you're and then you can speed it up two. to like times two and whatever so in nigeria it, they play it good times two right <laughs> so literally <laughs> it's instead of seven days no it's like seven days like that's literally the speed that they're playing it at and they'll cut it off in like a minute and then next one uh next one and it's yeah. like how it, it, so it's, you can tell what you okay, know wait. these guys so can, can, I, can I ask you a question the culture mm. before when we say they should go the black coffee route do you mean they should go the black coffee route in terms of commercializing their success or in terms of assimilating their sound so 
it's 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 more of the latter, but not exactly the way Black Coffee did it. Okay. So so not necessarily changing the sound. Okay, it's the market that they should be targeting. That's that's what I'm talking about. Because what happens is with a lot of these like parties, it, these European beaches and underground clubs in Paris and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That sound exactly the way that it is, especially our our Vicro Deep and these other like just these piano songs with like no lyric and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Those will bang in those clubs as they are. Yeah. Right. So if you have those people, like if you're networking now and you have those people in those clubs, I saw a clip from um some like outside party in Paris. And they were playing this song that I love. It's called Mob Tizers. And I'm a piano song called Mob Tizers. Look it up. It's dope. Mm-hmm. And it was banging, bro. There was like thousands of people there. Really, it was a good ass time, mm-hmm. right? So, so I think you can, if you go through those channels, that will be the best way to, to number one, commercialize it. Mm-hmm. It won't be as, as in your face as Afrobeat is because Afrobeat has gone a different way in terms of the commercialization of it. But this is a way in terms of South African DJs getting paid mm-hmm. for creating the beautiful art that they're creating now. If they go that way, because I mean, Major League is kind of created... And uh, mm-hmm. major league DJs, they've kind of created their own niche mm-hmm. with these balcony mixes and stuff like that. Where literally, I have British friends who know nothing about home, and they just every day like working yeah. from home. What do you What do you have in the background? It's major league DJs. Mm-hmm. No, nothing about no. I'm just major league DJs, and that's what they want. So like, if you're going that right, and that and and, and all, all major league is the black coffee light type of route. They're doing their thing, but it's not. You know, they're not like making hits and whatever yeah. it's more you're putting together sets and okay. with house music it's all about your sets you have a one hour set two yeah. hour set whatever it is and you, it's just good music to just you know dance to and whatever yeah. house music is dance music you know if I think if Ama Piano goes heavier that route there will be a lot more success than trying to replicate what Afrobeat is doing mm. um, that's just but I think, I think there's a there's a formula that works um, in as far mm. as so I, I I don't think they should change the sound per se I think keep the sound as it is because it, there's proven examples of people exporting their sound as it is to a foreign market and it's just slapping mm-hmm. so the way Afrobeats yeah, happen right, it, like I said mm-hmm. it's all about how you commercialize it when you're in those countries when you're in the US when you're in the UK we saw it with reggae and dancehall right um, I don't think Sean Paul changed much when he did Get Busy. Um, so what what Sean Paul did with Get Busy, when you listen to that song, I don't think he compromised the Jamaicanness of it just to make it appeal to the to the wider market. Same thing with, yeah. with Mavado. Maybe later on, yes, they did, but it was slightly different though. It was a slight, you know, his was a more commercial, you know, sound. In getting people interested in dancehall music, I'm not too sure. Like the first song, like I listen, I listen to Get Busy specifically because I think that's his breakthrough song. I, I look at mm-hmm. that and I'm like, maybe subsequent songs he could feature Americans, and maybe he could make his lyrics. But what about Temperature? I like the right temperature, fish shelter you from the storm. Oh, like it, that's not that's not dancehall, bro. It, it, like it's it's a different it's, it's sound. Different. It's, it's, it's closer to hip hop, right? But yeah, what I'll say it was, is, it was a, what got know. him through the door, right? What got him through the mm. door was his authentic self. 
Yes. And I think that's what will still get these Amapiano kids through the big channels if they're their authentic selves. But Senna, he's not like you can't compare Sean Paul to the what Vibes Cartel and 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 Tomban, uh Mavado and them mm-hmm. is it is they they're more in the deep like the equivalent of deep house of of Ilokuzen of dancehall right where those guys were not going to pop commercially just because it's you have to be a lover of what of of dancehall reggae that kind of thing but then you sean paul is that is that like you said he was the jump off point where you're like oh i like that Mm -hmm. right and then again like you you know i'm not trying to say that he changed himself but it was his sound was slightly different where all sometimes all it takes is a slight pivot for people to first go oh i like this let me go deep yeah and when you go deeper that's when you now discovered who the the the, the mavados the vibes cartels and all those other dudes uh, uh yeah. Siegel and yeah. them, right now you, you you can oh okay it's a whole genre and whatever it's the same thing where like, all i'm saying with amapiano is that if you there's already a market of people who like a specific type of dance music sound yeah those guys have the highest probability of responding financially to the current sound so you don't even need to edit it to the current sound yeah. those if you go via with certain you know like a kelvin momo there's no there's no reason why a kelvin momo should not be able to go to a beach in spain and have a set and people are enjoying that shit. but but do you think they're like do, it, you, do you think they're pushing do you think kabza kelvin momo all these guys are actively seeking mm. out gigs overseas just to push their sound in are. the American and US market. I think they, I think I think they are or a problem is it is accidentally there is there's not enough people there. Okay. Okay. I'm not you I'm need, not convinced. you need people on the other side, Senna. You need people on the other side. If Senna's like, listen Tabo, I'm thinking about relocating to Dubai, right? I'm I'm here. I'm an anchor for you. You can now make moves to try and come to Dubai to figure yourself out here because I'm going to help you. I'm like, right, Senna, you need to talk to this person, this person, this person. And when you move here, you need to live here and all, all this stuff. I'm an anchor for you to get to Dubai. Yes. If I don't exist, if I don't exist, how are you even going to, even if you want to go to Dubai, mm-hmm. how do you get here with the highest likelihood of success? It's much, much lower if I'm not there. So all I'm saying yes. is with these uh, artists in South Africa, I don't know if they have their counterparts in Europe who are saying, no, come or not, at least not enough of them where I say no no pull up there's this club here do a tour come and do a residency f- here for a month let's push your sound out to the people do you not think it's up to you the know, artists like, themselves to do that nah, at, nah, at, at, a, at a moment an artist is an artist bro work on your art there's a business element that you're not taking into consideration you need business minded people I think at a, at a moment when your sound right is the most popular mm. sound in the world at the moment. I think you can't rest mm. on your laurels and just hope that someone catches on and, and invites you overseas and gives you a record deal. Like you've you've so it's not about hoping. Like <laughs> you're so disparaging. Like it's, so it's not it's not about oh I hope I can make it to Europe and stuff like that. But I think what you need to understand, right? What we need to respect is mm-hmm. um an artist is an artist, mm-hmm. right? An artist is a what we call a creative, mm-hmm. right? Their job is to create. That's what they do mm-hmm. best. And a lot of the time, um, there's very few creatives in any space that have 
very sharp business acumen. Mm-hmm. So a creative with very sharp business acumen that we're seeing right in front of our eyes is DJ Maporisa. That is a creative with very... Because he's been busy recycling his sound in different ways. He was on the Chrome Wave. He was on a bunch of different other... Maporisa was once bombarding hip-hop records at some point. Mm-hmm. And then now, you know, he's blown up even bigger with what? With Amapia. Mm-hmm. So, so that's a creative with business acumen. He's even trying to get bigger and better and all these mm-hmm. things. So someone like Maporisa, I don't think will ever, will ever die in the musical sense. However... There's some artists who we think we, we may think are at the top of their game musically right now who are going to die off eventually because they don't have that business acumen mm-hmm. where it's like right now they're enjoying the tours to Australia, to wherever. Ah, I gigged in Australia once, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, how many people did you sit down and talk to to say, oh, okay, this is not the last time I want to be in Australia. So like they have agents and stuff like that, right? So is your agent, do you have the right type of agent? Is your agent your boy? Ah, me and Senna, we grew up together. Senna's the artist. I'm Senna's agent. Yeah, she's boys to the world, right? Or is Tabo a smart business guy who Senna's out here on the decks. Tabo's out here in meeting rooms. Be like, right, guys, how can we make this a permanent? Do you think these Amabiano kids have agents? I do think they have agents. I think, well, at least the more established artists definitely have agents. I'm not sure if they the established have artists, 100%. No, no, no. Send that You're taking the piss. <laughs> the established These artists, youths. I promise you, they 100 established center. The key word is established. Right? Me, I think so when I say established, I'm saying Kabza, I'm saying Calvin Momo, I'm saying Tyler ICU. Like those dudes, Vigro Deep, like those dudes all have agents, right? right. But my question is, I don't know who these agents are. Are these agents people with business savvy? Uh, 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 what's this acumen? Yes, right. Which is why I brought up Don Jazzy. He's he didn't have the best music, right? Mm. He didn't have the best music in in in, in Afrobeat. But guess what? He's heralded as a godfather because of what he did on the business side. Same thing with Diddy. Diddy's music. Nobody remembers Diddy for his no. music. No, but hasten to say. But what do we remember Diddy for? For the artists that he created in the business side of things. Mm. That's why we remember. That's why Diddy's relevant today, right? Yeah. There's 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 dudes like that. Linda so that's what I'm saying. I think in <laughs> exactly. No, 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 no. That's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. We know Jay Z for his music, but oh. he, he's one of them. but 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 remember what I said initially, which was there's few artists that can creatives who can do what, create and do business. Jay-Z is one of those that can create mm. and do business. But it's not for everyone. This thing, business is not for everyone. And I think South Africa needs to... This is where it is. There is Wittin' Life, your whole country is metric, right? And Harsh. people don't really take education seriously. No, no, but like, but these things bleed into each other, fam. Right? There's, there's, there's a, if you, Nigeria is a country full of very intelligent people because there's so many of them. It's just by numbers in Jay. There's too many brilliant people in Nigeria, right? So it's easier for someone who's now like, nah, I'm a hustler and I'm smart. That's a different story. But then now it's like, hey, me, I'm a creative. I can, you remember in high school, there were those dudes who just bang beats on the desk and it's like a heavy tune. Slow mo. Slow mo is really good. At <laughs> Uh, I know so, he now makes so like, but music then, even. Yeah, but then now it's like, right, we've put you in your box as a, as a creative. We know when no one can fuck with you in the creative space. Mm-hmm. 
but agents now have to be there to be like okay how how are we going to get my guy overseas and to stay there okay that's what i'm saying if you if you try to follow that black coffee model even if it means be humble gig for free you know like try to make a plan do you have a homie that stays in switzerland you know what i mean hey let me crash with you for a month you know i don't know something like that where it's like but but again we need to be spread out enough yeah. and we need to be wanting to help each other yeah right that's another thing to the to mm-hmm. the level of west africans and i don't know if that happens i don't know if that, if people are willing to let that happen and if that doesn't happen then I yeah will. you will sit and you will watch west africa take your lunch money that's just that's I'll, just you can't I only have far. one before we proceed, I only have one point of order uh, for you, Mr. Maposa. Mm. Uh, I don't think this is in in any way tied to your metric comment. I think, <laughs> um, <laughs> look, I I'm 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 one of the first persons to 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 persons people to caution the the slander on 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 metric and this intelligence of South African people by. Especially Zimbabweans, because I think we we tend to have a condescending attitude towards them. I think I've met incredibly mm. smart people. They're a very talented, talented country, I must say. The only problem What's is... What's the pass rate? No, no, no. A pass rate, gametric, right, is not linked to a pass mark, gametric. The problem is mm. many kids pass metric, right? The mm-hmm. problem is the pass mark they have set. This is a country yeah, that's that's my point. Yeah, the pass mark is is thirty something, right? This is a country that's still dealing mm-hmm. with um, a generation of teachers who were brought up under Bantu education, right? So they were intentionally mm-hmm. deprived. So what tends to happen is, for a huge chunk of kids, not all of them, I think you go to mm-hmm. South African universities, you'll meet very very intelligent South Africans. There is a mm-hmm. what I call a missing middle that isn't catered for which is the ones that have been told they have passed metric when they have 30-something percent, and then they're mm-hmm. sent out into the world. Uh, you'll get a lot of, of, of that sometimes. I don't think it's linked to how necessarily successful people then grow up to be, because I think there's enough successful people who make it to university in South Africa and kill it, and they go on to be amazing, and they do amazing things. I but Senna, we're talking specifically what we're talking specifically about, right? In the music yes, industry. And my thing is that multi people are doctors and consultants. No, no, no. Yes, and absolutely. Where I think of them. The what? issue with the music industry, I think, is comfort, bro. I think it's comfort. I think it's it's not it's comfort, nice here. Yeah. It's 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 lacking that business thing. Yes, it's nice in South Africa and whatever. Mm. And like I said, as a creative, as a creative I'm not mad at a creative who gets swallowed up by the lifestyle, right? I'm now talking at the agent's level. It's like, fine, you have your creative who's into gigging and whatever, mm-hmm. but like the the caliber of agents, are they really breaking ground, right? You need that person that's going to be the maverick who's going to be like, guys, this is the way forward. Yeah, of course. And people now like, okay, this is how we have established this route. Right now, from my vantage point, it looks like there's a lot of talented artists who are being taken advantage of yes. rather than South Africa's doing business. And that's a big, big problem. If that but, is the theme but even, that continues to be there, it'll never grow. No, but, but but even even those agents, let's say let's say they have agents, these middle class maybe middle class guys with links to ANC that have decided they're going to manage the next big Amapiano star, right? 
Mm. There's there's comfort here, bro. Like I, I think there's a reason why these guys like to stay here. There's a reason they want to stay here. The weather's nice. The cost of living is nice. Mm. The you speak the language. It's not too cold, and 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 that's <laughs> you you get in, embroiled in that life. I don't think it's linked to education more than it is that people are just fairly comfortable here. They don't have an outward looking mentality. It's not that they're not smart enough. I just think there's no push factors like other countries. But then, but you're basically saying what I'm saying, which is, again, it's not ut udao, right? That's no, no, I was saying, saying with you, I I'm agree with you. Like it's just the, the metric part where I'm like, it's not linked to intelligence. Yeah, which is, which is what I'm saying. No, 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 no. But, and, and that's my point. The reason I'm bringing up metric is if your pass mark is going to be 30%, right? It, 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 it can have um, a, 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 a long-term effect of like, right, it only took me. It only took me needing thirty percent plus to pass, right? But that's not the majority of people. Now, right? if you're looking, yeah, no, no, it's not the majority of people. It's like is that missing yeah. middle, right? And, and and again, we're talking strictly the music industry. Yeah. So if you now have some of these guys, and a lot of, and, and it's, I think it's fair to say, right, with a, a lot of uh, some of these, uh, with, mm, let me just say, some of these artists that are out here making hits, mm-hmm. hit records, right? It's Umutu is now making music. Mm-hmm. I can even bring it to to Zim. A lot of people that are making music, are making music because ah, you know what, this professional yeah. life thing is not working for me, and whatever, whatever. It's a, it's not necessarily. There's some who are making it because it's a passion. Like screw everything else, this is my passion. Mm-hmm. But there's others who are like, hey, bra, is Zim Hambeli, and let me see if this music thing can can work out for me. And if you have dudes like that, right, mixed in, and some of these dudes can make bangers and whatever, because in your mind you're not necessarily thinking big and you don't have the push factor that Senna's talking about that shit I need to make it I need to hit the, the, the top of the mountain you're gonna find people that are okay with like you said like exactly what you said which is I, me I have a hit record they want me at 15 clubs in South Africa mm-hmm. I'm done right I'm like, good me I'm okay right yeah and this is what I'm saying it links to, to, to that like from, from, from your education where it's like no chief 35%, well done. Well done, you're good. Nancy diploma. Like, those are some of the lingering effects that it can have with certain things where you will find that a whole industry, right? And the way that we are as Africans, mm-hmm. you know, I think it was like that in West Africa before Afro, Afrobeats blew up. Now, someone's mother in, in Nigeria, Gatesi, if they go, Mom, I want to be Afrobeats and whatever, the mother will be like, okay, sharp, let's get you some singing lessons and buy you a keyboard. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's an established thing. With no, no, no. If my kid blows up, that's mine. But we aren't at that place where if Senna's son comes to me like Teddy, <laughs> me, I want to be a DJ. Senna's gonna be like, ah, chief. You know, there's there's probability law, of success. Medicine, engine, exactly. We're not. We have because we haven't gotten to the pinnacle. You know, like that way Afrobeat is. So that's why you'll find because it's not something that is is is. A, a, a likelihood of a slam dunk, you're not going to send your best fighters that direction, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of a lot of parents are grooming their kids, sending them in which direction? Consulting, the big the big professions, yeah. the law, whatever, whatever, because though, that's where they make money. Now you're left with not that many brilliant individuals, the same brilliant people you went to university with that you cited. The majority of them are not going into the music industry. Yeah, yeah. If they did. Now you're talking because now those guys, the, the, the twangings and the whatevers who want to, who have friends in Europe and whatever, 
Now those guys are on the phones like, hey, chief, my artist, local, 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 local. I think South Africa is in a very, very different place. Okay. If you have those guys in droves in the music industry, I think the music industry is lacking those guys who are elite at business. There's, like you said, talent, as Kulun, number one. But elite businessmen and women, I think that music okay. industry is lacking that because I'm just not seeing, it's not there compared to other okay. industries or other countries with, with other genres. But anyway, eh, if you hate music or hate Ama Piano, we apologize because this, this shit went long. <laughs> I'd be interested to know what, what, the, what the listeners think. Do you think the Yanos and these talented South Africans aren't making it because, you know, there's not enough business acumen or do you think it's just comfort in being in the Piano. Okay, right. Guys, moving on. Um, hey, baggage. Wow, one hour 45. Fuck. Sorry, guys. Um, let me see. <laughs> right. Uh, so, so, so there was this. Uh, um, I'm pretty sure you saw this one. So there's, there's this girl who posted a TikTok. And she talked about how... Um, uh, I can't remember it fully, but basically, long story short, she's telling a story about how her colleague, um, mm-hmm. she interpreted it as the colleague hit on her, right? Um, Was my coworker a little out of pocket for saying this? He asked me, hey, how have you been? And I'm like, I'm good. I actually hit the gym twice this week. He works out a lot, so he gave me some tips the other day. So that's why I said that. And he's like, well, how do you feel? I was like, I'm really sore, so I took some creatine. I think I'm going to keep that in my regimen. He goes, oh, well, you know, your legs get really sore because the lactic acid in your body goes lower, so it stays in your legs. Make sure that you're soaking and bone rolling. I'm like, cool, thanks. And then he adds, but once you get a boyfriend, you're not even going to have to worry about that. You know, I try to joke it off, and I'm like, nobody wants to date me. I'll never have a boyfriend. And he goes, yes, you will. Look at you. You're beautiful. And he walks away, and I'm like, man you just flew your girlfriend to greece three weeks ago to propose to her like i don't know if i found out that my new fiance said that to anybody i would romeo juliet that whole i don't know maybe i'm sensitive it's kind of flattering because he's really handsome and my type but it's also like people in relationships in this day and age are so out of pocket and i just a part of me like i feel lonely trust me but a part of me is like so grateful that i'm not even dealing with it because people are insane was my coworker where I can't, I can't remember what she was complaining about, but all she said was basically that uh, something, something, something. Then my male colleague said, or, or she was she was single. I think she was complaining about being single or whatever. Male colleague says something along the lines of, "No, no, no, you're beautiful. You know, there's definitely someone out there who would like you, right? You're very beautiful. Something, something. There's definitely someone there mm-hmm. who would like you." And then she then goes on in the video. Uh, to say, yeah, you know, that's really awkward because now, you know, this same dude took his girlfriend to Greece and he proposed to her like last week. And, in, you know, I, if that was my man's, yeah. I wouldn't be comfortable with my man's going around calling other women beautiful, blah, 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 blah. So obviously it didn't go the way that she was thought she was going to go. She started getting cooked in the comments because people are like, bro, he literally paid you a compliment and it was, it's, it's, it's nothing more. Like let's stop, let's stop the 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 the, the theatrics. So now um, this girl tweeted uh, on t- so quotes quotes uh, the 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 locals in the tweet and says, "This is why women don't like when their men like certain pictures or compliment other women. 
some of them take it and run like she did mm. next thing she's going to pay <laughs> ah, so next thing you're basically going to be known as the, the DMing uh, uh, fiance and it's like you know they have that delusion so if you if you if you watch the clip um it's like so i i, mm-hmm. I never used to understand from that because so, so my wife is very she's she's, she's one of those people who's like where i can't remember what i did oh yes yeah so no 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 <laughs> like some I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't like a picture i didn't like a picture so it was it was it was a a colleague of mine at work right so again if you live in the uae you'll know this for outside of this year mm-hmm. alcohol has generally been very very expensive right if you go to any store that sells it you're paying out the ass for alcohol right it's just very it's, it's taxed heavily so therefore um sellers also have to price to account for that tax so um there's a place where you go outside of town that uh, the prices are super super like affordable like what you would expect you know like a bottle of jack daniels or whatever you'd expect it to be this price right so you plan you know a lot of people who, who, like if you drink or whatever you plan you know every month or so ah, i'm gonna drive to this place so, so for anyone from 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 Bulawai, it's like driving you live in skies but the place of it is escorting like type of thing and okay maybe let me say chipangali okay. well, yeah, well, is only five k's from escorting right but either way so it's like going to chipangali right if you live in skies you drive you have to drive to chipangali that's where the store is to get all your stuff at proper prices not exorbitant prices right so i'm in the office uh and i guess i'm i'm talking about like people are like oh yes yeah, so what's your plan you know uh, after craft I'm like, oh yeah no me i'm driving to 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 chipangali i'm gonna grab a couple things for the crib right um and then my colleague goes oh for real and i'm like yeah so she goes ah listen can i give you uh, uh um some money and then i want you to get me like five bottles of wine right uh, or or rather i think what she said was like here's sheets get as much wine for this for this money that you can get right i'm like ah oh, yeah well, okay cool no okay problem. again it sounds very very standard to me right it's not it's not a problem you know it's not like you're coming with me as literally you've given me the money you've asked for what you want it's not really a disruption to me because i'm going to come to work the next day and you know like i'm going to give you your stuff so I think for now, you know, everything is fine. So, may I go to the spot, buy what I buy, and then I'm like, right, ute ufuna ama wines, I go and get the wines, boom, put it in the car, go home, whatever. Get to the crib. Babe, how you doing? How was your day? Da, da, da. I know it was chilled. Went to work, then mm-hmm. ended up going to, 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 to the Chichipangali. And, um, oh yeah, uh, so-and-so had also asked me to, you know, buy uh, some wines. So, I'm going to give it that give that to her tomorrow. <laughs> now it's like it's like whoa, whoa, whoa yeah what what are you talking about i'm like yeah no yeah it's not that let's Slow start again like, well yeah so and so said she wanted some wines so i put the wines they're in the car tomorrow give them to the person and she's like no nah, nah, i don't i don't i don't like that i'm like bro what do you mean like it's, it's not that deep but like so so again nothing ever happened like literally gave the colleague the wines and it's never been spoken of Mm-hmm. ever after you know what i mean like that's that's whatever but like her whole thing was like you can't trust hunts because they will take that shit in a direction they might take that shit in a direction that you didn't intend for it to do but then at the time she didn't really explain so like mm-hmm. to me the way she came off like it didn't click in my mind so she then dms me this 
this this local zen right uh, uh, um, tweet and another hundred and replied onto that tweet and she's like yeah you see uh, to the boyfriends out there we're not crazy this is what we're trying to avoid this is what the other hand says so my, 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 my wife sends me the DM and that's when I was mm-hmm. like oh okay had you explained it like this mm. I, I can see why you're not a fan because now all of a sudden Usena's not going to Sometimes, be has got a girl, but he's hitting on me. He, he sent me a DM. Meanwhile, Usena laughed at a funny post. But like, yeah, Archie, I didn't know Hans was claiming like that. Like, I didn't know that was, I thought, I always disparaged niggas. With that, he was like, claiming, <sighs> the stage is always in my DMs. Meanwhile, all she did was like, like your Instagram post, right? And then you got the notification. And I was like, ah, I feel yeah. like every day. But joke, you post jokes every day. You can't, if in someone laughs in your DMs every day, that does not equate to someone wanting you. There's <laughs> a difference. But yeah, mm. I have a Smolanyana the theory um, with regards to 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 this thing. It's attention seeking, bro. The same reason why, if you look, there's a uh, maybe twenty percent of the tweets you'll see mm. from a lot of women online maybe about how it's a screenshot about a guy mm. who approached mm. him in the DMs, right? It's a screenshot about how someone mm-hmm. said X, Y, Z. It, it's uh, someone hit hit on me like this, 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 right? It's 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 a it's attention seeking in a way that it's meant to portray said person yeah. in a desirable way. Mm-hmm. If you get what I mean, right? So it's one of those like, look at me, bang fun. Look at me, they want me. That was the purpose of this whole video, right? The going on about how I don't know, bro. If you got a fiance, it's it's something that made. Mm-hmm. Uh, feel good mm-hmm. I'll put it that way Ah no Look He likes me He's got a woman But he still likes me Then you think that you're the ish Then you think that you're next level Failing to read These things properly And I think Sometimes Like I said Clout It's a very dangerous <laughs> drug This thing Because typically What tends to happen is You post mm-hmm. something like that Right And what will happen People come In your comments And they're like Oh you showed him yeah, hot mm. girls don't play like that. Blah 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 blah. Whatever it is, and people be <laughs> delusional like that. It happens. So I do think that a lot of it is attention seeking. A lot of it is to make yourself seem desirable to whoever's watching. Like, look at me. They want me. Look at me. Someone's fiance wants me. And then maybe you guys will also realize I'm the issue. So people people theorized yeah. in the comments, obviously, with she was being cooked, and they were generally coming to the mm-hmm. same conclusion. So someone uh, put this out, said, listen, she already calculated this. Number one, she knows, uh, the fiancé knows what she looks like. Number two, she knows okay. she's going to see this video. Number three, she's hoping it causes problems to kill their relationship. Number four, so she can say, oh, that's too bad. Well, I'm still available. So everyone is basically saying, Guti, actually, this Han likes that colleague who called her beautiful. And and, and I think yes. that is, is, is pretty on the money because you, you know what's funny, right? If Everybody think about this for a second. If, if there's a, a person of the opposite gender, right, who goes um, at work? Like let's let's yeah. keep it still at the work uh, type of thing. I've been complimented at work before, right? But it's someone who mm-hmm. I literally do not have any sort of attraction to, and I've never thought about that comment mm-hmm. like 
ever it's never like sat with me right so someone goes oh no like you're a really attractive dude or oh you're really a smart dude or like you're so thoughtful like stuff like that right um you say oh yeah thanks and you move on mm-hmm. like literally really it's it's in one ear out the other move on right but then now think about it f- w- w- when these words come from your crush right if your crush says oh sinner you're so thoughtful <laughs> that shit slaps and that shit sticks right because it's your crush that's saying that and now you overthink these things right oh senna likes your your, your, your your image right and like literally puts the heart emoji it's like oh my god senna liked my picture right but that's because you like senna but if if you don't care for senna you're not attracted mm. to senna senna can like a million images you wouldn't even notice you wouldn't even notice or you say, exactly. eh, you know, like it's just you're not you're not vexed. It's like, okay, fine. I guess Senna likes my pictures. <laughs> you're not recording yeah, a video. You're not, about you're not it. screenshotting shit or whatever. So I, 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 that's why I was like, you know what? These people are all right. She must like the dude for her to theorize to this because she reached, right? She's oh yeah, this is that. Like he just reproposed to his to, to his babe. I think that's because she likes it, and it, it makes sense if your crush does any little thing that your mm-hmm. crush. If you think if you have a crush. Any little thing that they used to do, it would tickle mm-hmm. you, bro. <laughs> so I think, I think literally, yeah. that's it. Oh, man. But um, let me see here. There's one more. Uh, Twitter really had my bookmarks uh, are so full. This was kind of sad. Oh, this was funny, though. This was funny. <laughs> so um, it started with a tweet that says, What is your worst date experience? Right? And. <laughs> This guy calls the tweet and says, like, four different dudes said hi to her within the first 20 minutes. Four. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, 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 you know, that's tough. So. That is tough. So, hold on. That is I've tough. got one quote. I've got one quote. So, someone quoted that. And then he says, I've had the opposite happen. I was on a date and she was fuming. Because 15 people came to say hi to me. <laughs> Almost all girls. Okay, so wait, I guess, hey, my man is, you know, he's all over the place. And then his last line says, Meanwhile, I was fuming because she was a catfish. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrible That's, first day. That's both parties are upset. Oh my God. That was funny. But yeah, um back to the to to the original quote. Um what's your reaction, Mr. Moy? If 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 four different dudes pull up on your date, oh hey Zbaniban, you know, um how you doing? Da 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 I'm just like you Hey know, yo, listen. Move on. I'm 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 asking I'm asking What's the question, question? that you asked? I'm like, oh so oh so how you know all these all these peeps, yeah. Okay, you like a, Frequent of this place, <laughs> and then you can take it from there. You know, whatever answer you get from there, you can either choose to believe it, or you choose. But on a first date, if you're in you her shoes, on a first date, would you admit, like, let's say the four people that come are your are people that you've smashed, not necessarily your your. No, that person's going to. Lie. No, no. What would you do? No, no, if no. If these no, are just your bodies, if four ex bodies pull up on you. Hey, Sina, how you been? It's been a while. Oh, anyway, see you later. Right? That's all that it is. Nothing more. Um, and she goes, Oh, Sina, who are those 
hands that you know have been pulling up to the table what do you say mm-hmm. <laughs> friends i mean you can get away with saying friends right i think you can. so we're now on the other side of the table now as the dude in in the original scenario are you accepting that i think you have to bro because if it's a first obviously i assume it's not someone that you yeah. know very well um mm-hmm. let me put it that way so if it's someone that you don't know very well you can accept it and and move on from it but obviously once you start dating and then things like this happen then it's something to to address so you would still walk into the relationship then i i personally wouldn't but some people who may you know like those people might okay and that's that's where the difference is i mean i personally like i said mr maposa i've I've said this many times Uh, some things i just wouldn't so after that date you'd have been like listen i'm good yeah you're right look i give thanks but and see this i think this is the same tweet where i was like i was saying then the centers of the world said say you must you must pay for the uber and you've paid for someone's uber to come and see our manana when allow Uh, you do dog you pay and you no, see what works it cannot be it it cannot be it's, ju- it's just a like i said it's just a first date like on first dates for the purposes of getting to know each other to see if it's worth pursuing right if it's not worth pursuing then society i okay i know you know what it's all good shop but anyway yeah we've given you guys two hours that's two episodes guys that's two whole episodes so yeah. i think you guys should be happy uh they'll be, they'll strong. be strong they'll be strong. they'll be strong penultimate episode my my barber uh, my barber oh, just texted is this what scotch scotch yeah scotch it's like how are you my brother there's structure now then he sends me he said there's structure a flyer he said there's now structure remember like my frustrations mm. with scotch like I'd be like Mr. Scotch I'm going to come through then you'd be like no mm-hmm. not today so Sarah like, you're still ah, going to take an appointment no I've been Mr. Bapos isn't I've been going no, to my I'm saying now you've there. got the message now isn't? so now you're going to ah you know maybe he's changed oh I've got yeah so now he sent me the message right so I don't know like like I said I've been with Scotch for six he years he basically right? so said hey big hey big I feel bad you're responding you're embarrassed <laughs> you are in esteem someday is my main concern i think look let me just respond like there's no uh, harm in like saying oh. hey my guy what hambachu shemi's got like an updated price list hambachu hambachu it's okay even also utapambi that's all i have to say about that I'll I'll see if I respond. I know you'll see if respond. I respond. Yeah, just to be friendly, dog, because I think we send us in a toxic relationship, a guys. Help him. Send him some tweets of encouragement, <laughs> please. I, wa- uh, I want yeah. better for you. Fam. I want better for you. <laughs> Leave me alone. your weekend plans. I don't even know if I if I really mean that. But that's a discussion for another day. That's a discussion for another day. Ah, uh, anyways, it's 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 been a good one. Uh, as you know, like the thing, subscribe to the thing, retweet the thing, 
and uh, if you don't we are inclined to believe you bailed the trick mr moyo <laughs> ladies <laughs> <laughs>